Welcome to the Soul Purpose Show, where we focus on black people's stuff. What we do is face issues of race from a unique black perspective. Uh, we talk about sex. Uh, actually, we discuss all types of relationship issues. Uh, we definitely get political. Really, all aspects of pop culture. Can we also talk about kids? Now, we'll definitely explore the challenges of raising a family. Well, that all sounds groovy. So stay tuned for another episode of the Soul Purpose Show. Groovy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, folks, here we go for another episode of the Soul Purpose Show. I am your host, Keith. And I'm Monica. All right, all right. Oh, my gosh, I cannot believe the response that we are getting to our show. People are tuning in. People are hitting us on social media platforms. They've downloaded on um, on our podcast website. So getting a lot of traction there. We ask that you, you know share it with your friends if you have iTunes and can rate us or have other ways of listening to the podcast make sure you rate us um, as you're listening and encourage your friends to download eventually we're going to try to do one of these episodes live so we can have some live commentary um, and try to respond to some folks as we're actually doing the recording and we'll have special guests appearing on the show as well um, it sounds to me like we've we're we're hitting on some topics that um, are maybe resonating a little bit, maybe uh, stirring some folks a little bit. It's possible. Well, it's not. It's more than possible. We we actually have a uh, show that has gotten the last one we did on toxic masculinity. Um, I argued that toxic masculinity is not a thing, and of course, uh, my lovely wife argued uh, the opposite. But the toxic masculinity show has resonated. We got a lot of hits off of that one. Uh, but one of the things that one of the topics that we explored early on was the topic of interracial dating. And it just so happens that I posted, I guess, a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. um, Tamron Hall, who is one of my favorites, uh, announced on social media that she was expecting a baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's also married to a man that is not black. Mm. And I shared how excited I was and was a thousand percent for it. And then, per usual, y'all got all in y'all feelings about the fact that I was celebrating this sister finding love with whomever she found love with. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get into did she find love or did she just settle because y'all want to say that y'all prefer african-american men y'all want to say that you want to see african-american men choose uh, african-american females but y'all um, don't okay well, uh, well well so then we're gonna we're gonna get into what really is going on uh in this interracial setting with this particular topic first we got to go, go give a little bit of history and there uh there was the uh the loving case 1967 so what was significant about the loving case well, it was, I think we talked about this in our first episode, but um, in the Loving case, I believe Virginia is where it initially started. They were a uh, black woman, white man, interracial 
marriage was illegal in state of Virginia. Um, and they sued. I think the if they have a movie about it, I think the background is that they had to move out of the state if they wanted to remain married. And then it went all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court um, overturned the Virginia law that ruled that miscegenation, which is interracial dating, essentially interracial marriages, rather, essentially was unconstitutional. So you have a right to marry who you want to marry. Well, I just think it's uh, ironic that this particular case um, happened to make it all the way to the Supreme Court, being that it was a white male and an African-American female, as opposed to the other way around. Because at the end of the day, what we know for sure is that the laws in this country were, in fact, designed to protect the rights, interests and desires of the white male. And so this Supreme Court, this Supreme Court decision, I believe, essentially affirmed that white males can, in fact, get what they want in America. Well, I mean, there's no shock there. It happens. But relative to this particular issue, you all get what you all want. It just so happens that often what y'all want is not black women. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, listen, so one of the uh, things I found really interesting is uh, is an article. It's actually from a couple of years ago because um, I wanted to explore this topic uh, on a little bit of a, a, a deeper level. And there was a, a book that is aptly entitled Interracial Relationships Between Black Women and White Men. The author's name is Cheryl Judice. I hope I am pronouncing that uh, correctly. Uh, Cheryl Judice. And um, and she wound up interviewing 60 women and men uh, about the subject of their interracial relationships. And she wanted to focus specifically on uh, uh, black women and uh, and white men. And so there's a, a few points that uh, that I found very interesting uh, about the uh, book itself. And it also uh, it, it appears that the that the book did very well. Uh, and was res- and, and resonated uh, throughout the community, but I just want to uh, touch on the fact. So, who who were some of the people that were in that uh, that article that you uh, that you posted uh, a few weeks ago? Tell our listeners about uh, on, on Facebook. Yes, so, yes, ma'am. On my personal Facebook page, the the first article that I posted was about Tamron Hall and her husband, and of course, I got some hate from some brothers. And then the second post I shared was this guy posted pictures of twenty two women who were all married and he did hashtag not one brother. So the funny thing about the whole post was that half of them people are not even married to the people or not even dating the folks anymore. A couple of them are no longer even living. So I just thought it was interesting at the fact that this particular brother was so upset about the successful black women or, you know, or just black women in general were married to these people that were not brothers. And then the response I got, I got like 90 comments to this one post. And a lot of the posts, you know, some people were saying, love who you love. But then my brother posted the question, why is it that y'all applaud black women marrying white men or dating white men? But then when it comes to brothers, y'all, you know, black women tend to kind of look down on that. And the conversation kind of unfolded from there. And essentially my sister and some other women shared with my brother as I have shared multiple times with my male family members that it's not so much that we're not, I mean, I've already expressed my hypocrisy on the first episode. So I receive it. I accept it. I recognize it as there, but I think the difference is black men who date or marry white women, as I expressed in the first episode that our first episode about interracial dating is that you all will tend to marry or date 
a white woman or someone that's not black. And then when challenged or asked about the reasons why you feel compelled to down sisters or talk about, you know, well, the white woman does this or the other women do do this or black women are too difficult or challenging or too mouthy or whatever it is. Um, and then on top of that, you have some black men and I haven't been on any dating sites in a very long time, obviously, because we've been married for a while. But I do know that some of my friends who have been on dating sites, when they put their information in or they're looking to date a brother, some brothers will say, you know, in their little profile that they specifically exclude black women. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for a mate, but you specifically exclude someone that has probably more in common with you than most other people. Mm. Um, And then... You know, then, you know, if you're if you're if they're doing some type of algorithm to kind of see who from a black woman's perspective, if you're putting in information and attempting to kind of find who you're compatible with, sometimes you do the algorithm and the people that pop up are not necessarily black men. They may be white men or other men. So, you know, that that was the response to the question that my brother asked. And y'all didn't like that answer. Well, I mean, it's interesting that the if the narrative is supposed to be that, you know, we get successful as black men, and then we don't choose y'all. Let's look at the roll call of some of the 22. You can, you can name all of them. So name at, all of them. So I'm looking at, uh, what's the supermodel? Tyra Banks. I'm looking and at... Ty- Tyra Banks. I'm, okay, I'm wait a minute. As Vanessa, you go through, as you go through, mm-hmm. I'm going to retort, respond mm-hmm. to that, and let you know... You're not going to let me get through the list? No, I'm not going to... As you go through the list, I'm uh-huh. going to respond to you and let you know uh-huh. that some of those black women dated black men before they were in these pictures. And we don't know okay. how current these relationships are. So uh-huh. Tyra Banks has right. dated black men next. Yep, Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams was married to two black men next. Okay, Alfred Woodard. I'm not sure about her history, but she's been married to that white man for Holly a long time. Halle Berry. Halle Berry was known to have dated several black men. Mm-hmm. Tandy Newton. I'm not sure about her. One of the twins, Tia and Tamara, I'm not sure which I'm, which, which I'm not sure which is. one that is. Uh, this looks to be Tina Turner. I don't think that Tina Turner has been uh, African-American for about, what, 40 years Okay, now? well, first okay. of all, you're not going to talk about Auntie Tina. Okay. Aunt Tina was married to Ike, who mm-hmm. beat her tail, and so she can date whomever she wants. She could date an alien from Mars if she wanted to. Okay, this looks like Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, and Serena Williams has dated black men. Okay, this is... Um, Melanie Hobson, Melanie who's Hobson. married to George mm-hmm. Lucas. Yep. I'm going to assume that she dated black men. I'm not that familiar with her dating history Garcelle Beauvais I'm not sure about her but she may have uh, let's, uh, let's see Robert De Niro's wife and I think they're divorced um, interesting um, let's see who's is this uh, was Cheryl Lee Ralph on this list as well I'm not sure um, and um, I don't know she has the, that's the woman from um, that's the virgin lady no, she's an actress. She's I thought I she forgot. was a virgin off of the uh, HBO. No, she was. No, oh. no, no. She was in some vampire movie initially. Oh. oh, I mean, she may be. I don't know. But then she was on Ava DuVernay's show that was on OWN. I keep for, right now the name of the show is escaping me. Oh, good. Green. Uh, no, not Greenleaf. It's oh, another one. Okay. Well, but anyway, she's not even. She's married or dating a woman now. So oh next. well, then there, then there's that. And this appears to be Iman, the world famous supermodel. From yes, the 70s. and her husband is deceased. Okay, but they were married. Though. They were, but the, my point is, Naomi Harris. So you're not going to let me get through the list. No, I'm not going to because whatever your whatever point you're attempting to okay, establish, here's the point. Here's the point. It looks going to, me, to be flawed because most of them women dated black men first. Hold on, wait a minute. Well, hold on, hold on. It does appear though. It does appear that they have had their choice of both African American and non African American men, and somehow. 
the same if the same narrative is is that you know we are anti-black woman and now we are looking for a white woman uh to be our uh partners it appears to be that there's a whole lot of folks that when they once they got successful it appears that if they'd made uh, kind of a similar no, choice as that's well that's not that's not that's not the correct narrative that's the narrative that you want to create but that's not accurate as an example, Serena was successful when she was dating Common and who, whatever other black men she dated. The white man made a decision to put the ring on her finger. Mm. Tyra Banks, I'm not sure who's if she's in still in a relationship with that guy or not, but I know she's dated brothers. She dated brothers before. Mm-hmm. Did nobody John put a ring? Singleton. Did mm-hmm. nobody put a ring on her finger? So Presum- at the end of the, presumably, oh, I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't know these people personally, so I can only go based on what's been out in public but i've never known for tyra banks to be engaged to anyone and so if she's walking around with a white man and the white man makes a decision to put a ring on her finger go for it okay my point is this what's your point black women should stop waiting around for black men to make a decision that they want to date them if you are happy and you find love and you find happiness with a person that is not a brother then go for it the difference is that black women when they do that they're not downing brothers um, when they are have made the decision that they've loved who they love. So you conversely, assume. I've never heard it. I've never, I have never, and I know so, I have some friends that have dated white guys. Mm-hmm. I have never heard any of my friends who have dated um, interracially women who have dated interracially. Well, the reason I'm dating this white dude is because our brothers are trifling. I've never heard, or or they're misogynist, or they can't keep no job, or they don't have good credit, or they got 15 baby mamas. I've never heard. A black woman say that with respect to why she's dating outside of her race. Conversely, when I've seen or we've had conversations with brothers about why they've either dated white women or are married to white women or in serious relationships with white women, I've heard them talk about the fact that when I come home, I'm not trying to fuss. I'm not trying to fuss. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go through all those different types of things. And that's what you get when you get a sister. And I just want peace in my house. So, or you want like I said, on a dating app, you have some brothers that will say, exclude, I, say, I'm willing to date everybody else except a sister. So my point in sharing that Facebook post was to reinforce this sentiment that I've shared with my sisters on multiple occasions. If you want love, find love with whomever you can find it with. Because I'll be very frank. Had I not hooked up with you, you'd be you'd be married to a white be, guy. I be I may not be married to him, but I sure would have started dating him. I was going to expand my dating pool, and I think black women need to start expanding their dating pool instead of just focusing. I mean, it's good to have a preference, but hell, if the preference don't want you, expand your dating pool, and then they just be mad. So my next segment is called "What's Love Got to Do with It." Let me ask your question. When you say that these black women that uh, that you know of personally, mm-hmm. uh, with dating interracially, they prefer African American men. That's their preference. Yes. So tell me about that preference. Like, so why is it that y'all prefer African American men? I don't know. I've only dated African American men. So, so what is the pre- I don't so what have is anything the to compare it to. So what is the preference? What what is it about a, a black man that you are actually preferring? It's easy because my daddy was a black man. I mean, it's their just daddy, easy. Their dad is a black man too. I, you're asking me. I don't. I can't. I don't. I can't tell you. I can't give. I cannot acknowledge or give you a reason for why they've chosen to do to date someone that was not black or what their reasoning or rationale was. Okay. I can only speak for me. I've never dated a white man, mm-hmm. so I don't have anything to compare it to. I can tell you that the reason I like or pr- prefer black men is because what's that's what I'm accustomed to. That's what's comfortable for me. 
That is what I know. I know a black man's smell. I know y'all attitudes. Mm. I know all of that. So that's what's comfortable for me. That does not, however, mean that if I want to be in a relationship and I had not been married to you, that I was going to sit around and just wait for a black man to come and scoop me off my feet. One going to do that. So it sounds to me like for the women who might have also have uh, black fathers, who've also grown in, grown up in the black experience, um, who have had uh, been exposed on some level to diversity, but they still have a predominant black experience. So it sounds to me like uh, if, in fact, you aren't being chosen by, by a black man, then you're, in, you're starting your relationship. You're beginning your relationship with a white man by settling for him. No, that's, that's what not what really I said. Want. That's not what I said. What I said is everybody has a preference. Some people like tall people. Some people like short people. That's a preference. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm if I marry somebody that's short, that I'm settling for a short person. It means that's who I fell in love with or that's who I'm have the most compatibility with. My point is that I am expressing to my sisters, and I've shared this with many of my sisters who are single, that it is cool to have a preference for a black man. But if a white man comes and he's got his stuff together and he's nice and he's kind and he's considerate and he's a good person and he's attractive and you are attracted to him why not open up open yourself up to seeing what it's all about brothers do it all the time Mm -hmm. without any question as i said the only difference is that when y'all do it you all feel like you have to have an excuse as to why you did it i don't know a single one of them black women that are making excuses for why they made a decision to marry or date they're a significant other who happens to be white. Serena Williams ain't checking for y'all. She's not worried about y'all. She is happy with her husband who puts her on a pedestal, presumably, at least that's what he, that's what he portrays, who honors her, who builds her up, who encourages her, who's her biggest cheerleader. And at the end of the day, frankly, that's really all any woman wants, regardless of color. But again, you don't see Serena Williams saying, well, the reason I married this white dude is because Common and none of the other black guys that I was with wanted me. She's never said that. Conversely, I know lots of black men who have dated white women okay. who that's their reasoning when they're challenged or asked about why it is they are dating someone else. They, well, I could, you know, y'all act a certain way or whatever the multitude of excuses are that they give. All right, let's, let's, let's get into that because I want to go back to the book uh, as well. So that we can dive into uh, the content of this particular book. Again, it's called Interracial Relationships Between Black Women and White Men. The author's name is Cheryl Judice. We actually want to give uh, acknowledgement where it is due. So let's let's talk about the self-examination of uh, of, of black men and, uh, and, and, and white women, or more specifically, black men who are not choosing uh, black women. What, why do you think that is? Why do you think we're not choosing black, black women, in your opinion? I have absolutely no idea. I think we're wonderful. I know I can list 10 single bad sisters mm-hmm. who would be phenomenal in relationships. And if I could hook them up with a brother, I absolutely would. But I know that there, I can name 10 Mm -hmm. who are single, who are interested in being in a relationship, would like to be in a relationship with a brother, but but as I said, are single. I have no idea why it is y'all don't choose us. And I can name 10 single professional sisters um, who are not in relationships with black men, who I talk to black men about them uh, all the time. And uh, I would tell you that some of the things that I hear coming from them are things like if they are professional, 
then uh, they are difficult. They are difficult. They, they, they think that their independence is uh, automatically mutually exclusive to, um, to being together with uh, a black man. I've also heard things like uh, the choosiness factor is out of control because if you're an accomplished sister who is also professional and educated and making your own money, then, uh, then you have this, this standard that you, this bar that you uh, raise that is so high that most brothers cannot, um, well, whose you know, fault is to, that? Ho, ho. Who, whose fault is that? There, why, so why, so black women who are successful and accomplished are supposed to lower their standards in order to be with the brother. If you, if that's what you want, if that's what you prefer, if that's what you say you prefer. And if you look at the socioeconomic and the historic institutionalized systems that have, uh, that have oppressed black men from slavery to now, and what you are now affirming is that because you get a college education, because you can work a, a particular type of a job or because you can own your own businesses, that now you have to make sure that your standard stays at a, at a level that, quite frankly, has been elusive for us for 400 plus years. If that's what you're suggesting is the bar, then maybe that might be some of the reason why some uh, uh, brothers are feeling like, well, maybe we need to kind of expand our options because... Y'all need to step y'all game up. How about that? How about that? How about you step your game up? And I know I'm going to get some uh, pushback from that, but I think it is absolutely ludicrous to suggest that because a black woman is successful, is is, is educated, is about her business, is focused on what it is that she needs to do, that she somehow is supposed to, to use your phrase, settle in order to get a brother. Y'all need this. You need to talk to your brothers about stepping their game up. I can tell you when I was single, what I heard was, Oh, you're a lawyer. You're intimidating. Well, ain't got nothing to do with me. Step your game up. If you if you are about it and you know your stuff is tight, then to me it would make sense that if there's a woman that you want, that you figure out how you can get. If you don't feel that you're on her level, that you figure out how you can get on her level. Because the convert the conversely, what y'all will do is y'all get y'all get successful, and I'm gonna make some people mad, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Y'all get successful, and then the chick that y'all get is a bum chick. And I'm not going to cuss, but y'all get a chick that don't look like us as a bum chick. And then y'all going to sit there and say that it's cool for the chick that's not black to be not on your level. But the black chick got to be on, you know, the black chick has to be on your level. Otherwise, it's not cool. And then for a, for a black woman, we get criticized when we are dating someone who to use your set of circumstances is quote unquote on our level. But then you want us to 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 lower our standards or lower, you know, reduce our level of expectations just in order to have a black man. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. So part of the attraction then it sounds like it's really more for financial security, which we have also talked about it <coughs> because if, if, if the, if what's really happening is this is about financial security, then, or if that's what's, if that's what I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing coming from you. There are a lot of brothers who are not necessarily, you know, on the same level of you in terms of education, but there are blue collar positions that are, are well-paying jobs. They're, they're class A electricians and plumbers and, uh, and pipe fitters and, and machinists and, and all and people who work in construction in- industries and people who are, um, uh, you know, machine operators and engineers and, uh, and even, you know, police officers and fire and fire and rescue and first responders and folks that make very, very decent salaries that are able to, uh, you know, go to work, et cetera. But I've also heard to your, to your same criticism. I've also heard some of, some of y'all, 
even complain about uh, about that because he works in a particular vocation that may not be as sexy as uh, as as you would have assumed should be quote quote unquote at, on your level that he needs to step his game up. So I've heard a lot of that of venom well, coming from. Well, from well, this is the this is the challenge that I have. I don't I don't know of a single black woman that's going to be bothered. By a by a black man that's hardworking and that is and that is trying to. I know plenty of them. I don't. I don't know of a single black woman that, in my circle of friends who are accomplished women who are interested in dating a black man who's going to turn their nose up at a black man who is to use your example a firefighter whatever. The challenge, however, is whether or not that brother feels intimidated by that woman's success. And I will tell you, by and large, at least my experience, and again, this is six years, six plus years ago, my experience is that brothers feel intimidated by sisters. And in order to feel like they're on equal footing, you got to downplay or you have to, you know, be disrespectful to the woman or the woman has to, has to dumb herself down in order, in order for the brother to feel like, feel like a quote unquote man. So at the, at the end of the day, I know that black women are looking or would love the women I know would love to be in relationships with black men. However, at the same time, there are black men who are say they're interested in sisters, but then y'all find every excuse in the book in terms of why it is that y'all don't want to date them. So if you meet a professional black woman who you may not necessarily have two degrees, you may just have one or you may own your own business and you may not have a degree, but you are successful in your own right because you own your own business. I've heard brothers say, Oh, well, I can't really fool with her because she, she may be too much to handle. That's an, that, that's a level of inferiority that y'all have. That's nothing that we're doing. And there's nothing that y'all are doing to contribute to that at all. I, 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 I haven't seen it. No. Oh, okay. So if, so if I'm wrong, let me know. But that's a that's an inferiority complex that you all have that you all need to check. If you feel that you you're interested in this particular woman and she's ex- expressed interest in you and there's a vibe going on and you suddenly act all funny because you find out that she's a judge or you know or a lawyer in a, in a in, in a corporate environment or owns her own home or whatever it is that somehow is intimidating to you, that's on you to check check yourself in terms of why you feel that way. If Monica is wrong, follow us on social media. We want to hear from you on Facebook. It's the Soul Purpose Show. Uh, Instagram is at Soul Purpose Show. Twitter, it's also at Soul Purpose Show. S-A-U-L-P-U-R-P-O-S-E-S-H-O-W. Um, we do want to hear from you. I think my wife is wrong sometimes. Um, I, I think my, my, my thing with this particular issue is I go back to the civil rights movement. I go back to what I think Dr. Martin Luther King espoused when he talked about us sitting together at the you know the table of unity. I think that life is about choices. I think that it, there was a, a point in time, uh, even during the era of the Supreme Court decision, where we were restricted from loving who we wanted to love and being who we want to be with. And I think that Dr. King fought and died for the Bullshit. option for the option for you to actually be Sorry, with, 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 whoever, with whoever with whoever you want. And 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 here's and here's the proof is in the pudding because I don't mean to cuss. Once the, I apologize once the, for cussing because, over Dr. King because once once the the door was open and and we, and we have we have teenagers and and we have had teenagers and we have kids and and the generation behind us I will tell you 
one of the most illuminating thing was for me, even my nephew, who is uh, who's in his thirties now, but even when he was in high school and he talked about the different um, the different you know girls that he was uh, that he was dating, and 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 just uh, kind of out of curiosity, I asked him the question. As it turned out, sure enough, some of them were white girls, some of them were Puerto Rican girls, or some of them were you know other Latino girls, or some of them were black girls, and it just, he just had his he just had his his uh, choice of women at first my, my kind of my first reaction was wow you know that is so different than it was than when I was coming up but then my next reaction was well wait a minute so so why not I mean the, the schools are integrated um you're listening to the same music you're listening to crossover uh music now your your um cultural influences you know all of this it, it, you know when in my era it was soul and funk music and now it's rap music and hip-hop culture which is now uh, which is now crossed over. So if you're partying together and if you're hanging out together and your social influences are together and you're now connected, especially uh, with the, through the power of social media, then why not uh, expand your options? So I think that the hypocrisy, which is uh, one of the things that we're going to um, transition into, is blatant. And I think my wife is wrong. Okay, that's we fine. I've you. already admitted and I admitted at the beginning of this show and I admitted in our first episode that I am hypocritical relative to this issue. I accept it. I receive it. I'm not going to apologize for that. But at the end of the day, my, the reason I posted that Facebook post on my personal page was because I'm trying to encourage my sisters to expand their dating pool. Brothers do it. They're not checking for us. And so don't check for them all the time. I mean, if you, if you sounds like hate, sounds that's like, not hate. If like you find hate. a brother that if you find a brother that you all mesh with, that you mesh with and he's and he's good to you, he's a good dude, then go for it. But hell, don't wait around pining for no brother to come knocking at your door and sweep you off your feet. If if Billy Bob comes knocking on your door with a piece of cow tweed in his ta- in his teeth with a cowboy hat on and he owns 150 acres in his pickup truck and he going to do right by you, go ahead on. I'll be there at your wedding in a cowboy hat and cow- in a in some um in some uh cowboy shoes with whatever you tell me to wear and enjoy every single minute of it. So to our listeners, what my wife has <laughs> just done is uh the ultimate slap in the face historically knowing full well that what we were promised was 40 acres and a mule after we were released from slavery. And, and so if you marry Billy Bob, if you marry Billy Bob, you get a hundred acres plus you get a tractor. So at the end of the day, my comment to my sisters is do not limit yourself to just brothers. Brothers are not limiting themselves to you. Brothers and brothers can stay mad. All 22 of those women and some of those aren't even accurate anymore. I applauded it and said, go for what you know, because brothers are not necessarily checking for you. And if you are happy, and this brother, this white man, or whomever make person that is not a brother makes you happy, then go forward and multiply. The book is called Interracial Relationships Between Black Women and White Men, and it talks about several different good points. One of them is black men are uh, twice as likely as black women to marry outside of, outside of their race. Some of it does go to the historical context. Black females begin to outnumber black males by age 16, according to this author, uh, partly as a result of high mortality. And incarceration rates, um, and that some of that is a result of systematic discrimination against black males. So for those of you who don't understand the big words, high mortality means black young black males have a tendency to kill one another at very, very high rates. Now, that is the truth. Now, we, know we talk about black on black crime uh, a lot. We also talk about white on white crime, which is which actually outnumbers exponentially outnumbers black on black crime. However, 
for the purpose of this particular argument, uh, we do have to deal with the fact that we have to, you know, teach and train young brothers how to stop killing one another uh, and that we are not each other's enemies. And as far as incarceration rates, we also know, and no one knows this better than you because you are an officer of the court, that the justice system is not blind. The justice system clearly uh, has biases against black males. It is not uncommon. Uh, I'm grown. I'm 50 plus years old. But even when I was a little bit younger, and we still do, we still get pulled over uh, as recently as uh, about six months ago when we were um, we went back to school. We still get pulled over for driving while black. Um, and had I not, you know, exercised the same professional demeanor that I always have, there is a possibility that I could have gotten detained. I could have, we could have been asked to get out of the car and had our car searched, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and if I would have mouthed off at the, at the wrong, you know, time at the wrong per- type of person, then it is a, a, a good possibility that, um, you know, the night could have ended very differently for us. So, uh, so there are factors at work against black men. I'm glad that the author pointed that out. But she also went on to say, as again, you know, she's that's what she's doing. She's she's a sociologist. And so she's trying to expand the conversation that black women do need to expand, uh, expand their horizon. So so there you have it. So let's talk about hypocrisy for a minute. And I got to I got to tell you, one of the things that there is a separate string between me and my my family, my brothers, all the soul brothers, if you will, that we were talking amongst ourselves. And I will tell you the greatest hypocrisy even over and above and beyond the whole, why is it okay for y'all but not for us, is this notion around homosexuality and black men who choose other black men. So here, to me, here's the greatest of, of the hypocrisy that I saw demonstrated over the course of the last few weeks. What happened was a few weeks ago was the Oscars. And we all know that this, uh, but what's, 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 what's the brother's name? Billy Porter. Was Billy Porter decided to sport a full-on gown um, skirt, whatever the name of it was, long flowing. And, and it was his choice to wear this at the Oscars on the red carpet to show, I'm assuming that he is an openly gay man, that he is okay with who he is. He's comfortable in his own skin. And so he decides to wear the skirt. Black Twitter went crazy. Black men were, because we have a tendency to lean more conservative, were appalled by it and, uh, and, and came out against it. And honey, what what was the reaction from from African American females? I don't know what I can oh, tell you. Get, come on now, come on. No, I can tell you what my reaction was. Okay, my reaction was, do you? Billy Porter is not checking for me. Billy Porter is in a relationship with a white man. He ain't mm-hmm. checking for y'all. And if you all, one of my my brother Chuck Hobbs said it best, and some other people did. If you all's masculinity is so fragile that y'all are concerned about what the hell a gay man is wearing on the red Oscars, y'all need to on the red carpet at the Oscars, y'all need to check yourselves. Billy Porter was not focused on y'all. He don't care nothing about you all. Y'all got all in tizzy about the fact that this openly gay black man made a decision to be who he was on the red carpet, and that made you all get y'all boxers in a punt in a in a bunch. Uh, I don't think that was it. I think I think for us. Especially for most of us who are close to black women and who do follow social media and who do kind of follow the the noise that comes from these types of, I think what we were most, most uh, teed off about was the, was in fact the hypocrisy. We see gay men all the time. We see gay men all the time and we don't care, and we don't care who they sleep with. The hypocrisy. Y'all do, y'all do, y'all do. What was the hypocrisy? The hypocrisy is how easy it is for a black man to be applauded and, well, applauded, I guess, is, is, is really the, 
uh, and, and to gain and garner the support of the African-American female community for being him and being who he is, et cetera, et cetera. That is one less black man now for you to, to, who's available to choose you. Because he's gay. We're not talking about, um, we're, he, because he's gay, we're not talking about a straight black man. We're talking about a gay black so man. So here's a double standard. So so it's okay if I if I am a gay man and decide not to choose you, then the then my homosexuality makes gives me that same excuse that you're that you're talking about because now we have to have an excuse. But if I have a choice because I decide that because it's a free country and I can decide to be with whoever I choose to be with, whether she be tall, short, Latino, white, Asian, that's just a choice that I have. That's a choice that I made. That is the most but you're saying, that well, hold a te- on, but, you're, a terrible say, but you're, saying, you're saying that because I'm a gay man. And I have, uh, and and I, and and I'm with, uh, and I have, and you could say it's by choice. Uh, I've chosen to be with uh, someone who is other than a black female. Then that's that's fine. That, then I get it. Because pass. you are a homosexual man, you are openly gay. You are not checking for me. Conversely, if you are a straight man and you are choosing to date someone that is not black, that is completely different. Y'all trying to compare apples to oranges? That's ridiculous. Billy Porter's not checking for any black woman ever anywhere. Period. End of conversation. He is gay. He is openly gay. He is happy. He is happy in his space. People were applauding. At least I was. I can't say what everybody else was doing. I was applauding his right to do what the hell he wanted to do. Y'all got mad and then y'all make this big, a, a bigger situation than it really is. It was focusing on this particular gay black, this particular man who is openly gay, who made a decision that he was going to live his life and live authentically him, and y'all got mad. That has nothing to do with the broader conversation of this particular podcast and what we're talking about relative to interracial dating. We're talking about heterosexual black men who make a conscious decision not to date black women. That's what we're talking about. Billy Porter don't fit into that equation because he's gay and he's not checking for us anyway. So I'm confused about where the hypocrisy lies. We're talking about heterosexual black men who make a conscious decision not to date African-American women. And my point of my post relative to Tamron Hall and the follow-up post relative to the 22 women and the black man that was mad about the 22 women that were married to white men is to tell sisters to stop checking for black men if they are not checking for you. Period. Okay. Sounds like hate. Okay. Well, you can call it what you want to call it, but... All I'm really saying is, if my sisters don't want to be single, these if these brothers ain't checking for you, don't wait around twiddling your thumbs and eating popcorn and uh, bonbons, waiting for these brothers to come knock on y'all door. Y'all go op- open yourselves up to dating outside of your race, dating whomever makes you happy, and y'all may end up with the founder of Reddit, like Serena did. Just saying. Or you can wind up with a man like the article that was also circulated that there was a, a a black woman who was asking for some advice on how to deal with the fact that her white husband uh, fantasizes during sex and calls her the N word and well, the B word. She a fool. And I'm not. I'm not suggesting that's. I mean, again, my husband deals in extremes, so that's an extreme situation, and that's whatever their whatever kinky foolishness they engage in. I'm not condoning that on any level because I think that's crazy on both ends, but. I mean, hell, I wouldn't. I wouldn't condone no brother beating no sisters behind. I said nothing about he was beating thing. her. That's no, the same he thing. Said he, call, he calls her that because it's a part of the of the sexual fantasy. No, and you want to call? Hold on, hold on. You want to call it an extreme, but at the same time, we are still talking about your ability to take the the theoretical uh, oppressor 
of 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 your of the people that you claim that you are what do you call it check check checking for uh and making the decision to make him you know your 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 spouse or your significant other okay. or whatever okay to use from so. a historical standpoint i could also make the argument that the reason that you all that you brothers check and are fawning over white women such as kim kardashian and the like is because it is the fruit of the forbidden tree it is something that you all could not have for 400 years and when you have the opportunity through integration to get that then you made a decision that that was what you're going to focus on and you're going to ignore the black woman who'd had your back for the for the previous 400 years so if you want to go historical we can go there well, uh, history or no history, Kim Kardashian is fine as hell, and she's crazy. And, well, that's it. But she must. But there's probably some. Well, I probably completely... that's my opinion because yeah. I don't want nobody suing. That's my opinion that she is. So the whole clan. That's my opinion. Okay, folks, we certainly appreciate y'all tuning in. This was the Soul Purpose Show. I am your host Keith, and this is Monica. And I'm still always right. Please follow us on Facebook at the Soul Purpose Show. On Instagram at at Soul Purpose Show and on Twitter at Soul Purpose Show. S-O-U-L-P-U-R-P-O-S-E-S-H-O-W. Our purpose is to is to enlighten, uh, is to entertain. Uh, we want you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear about the su- subjects and the topics that you want to talk about. But at the end of the day, we want you to tune in and tell your friends. Um, because we really are trying to be a different kind of a voice out here um, on the uh, on the interweb. I'm so glad Al Gore invented the internet because that's what gave rise to um, uh, podcasting. Unbelievable! You don't like me no more, do you? Um, you're fine. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Y'all, be out. This has been another episode of the Soul Purpose Show, produced by Keith Harris and Monica Harris. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Soul Purpose Show. This is the Soul Purpose Show.